bad. There's always a brief period when you emerge from the theatre when the world outside is kind of tinted by what you've been seeing inside. Now, with a really insignificant film, that, that actually probably lasts for about two or three seconds. And I think the better the film, the longer that experience whereby the world itself is reconfigured by what you've seen. And for me, with Stalker, all sorts of little things would come up, both interior scenes and certain moments in landscapes would, would just bring me back and remind me of something in the film to the extent that I wanted to go back and see the film again, if you like, to verify if my memory of, of it, if the kind of evoked memory coincided with what was really there on the film. And, and one particular occasion, I was walking with my then girlfriend in Richmond Park in West London, and we saw a bird flapping low over the sloping landscape in a way that was so reminiscent of a, a famous moment in the film when a bird flaps over this weird interior landscape of sand dunes in the zone. And then in the film, one of these strange magical moments happens. The bird just disappears. And that was when I, I really did decide that I had to go to see it again. Do you know, there are so many scenes in Stalker that make tears come to my eyes now. So the film is two hours and 40 minutes. I could probably spend two hours and 40 minutes describing the sequences that make me, make me cry. There are a number, though, that I need to emphasize, I think. The first one is when they arrive in the zone. After this long tracking sequence of the three men's faces as they're moving along the railroad track going into the zone. And then, magically, we're in this world of color and in the zone. You know, there's no doubt about it. We're there, we're somewhere else. I mean, that is just a wonderful moment. No, what? Me, Doma. Shortly after that, the stalker goes off for a walk on his own and he collapses on his knees into the grass in a state of ecstasy, I would say. And it's, it's so incredibly moving because he, he believes absolutely in this place, in its magical, in its redemptive powers. And it hasn't disappointed him. I mean, I find that as a, as a moment of affirmation quite extraordinary. We're told that one of the consequences of going to the zone is that children of stalkers tend to be born with deformities. And we've seen that the stalker's child, this young girl called Monkey, we've seen that she's crippled, that she can't walk. And then when they get back from the zone, we're there in black and white. But then we shift to a very close, a very tight shot of, of, of monkey in profile, in color. And she's walking. And it's this beautiful thing. It, it's a miracle. She can walk. But it's a miracle that even Richard Dawkins would be happy to accept because it turns out that actually, as the camera moves back, we can see that she's not walking. She's just on her dad's shoulders. He's giving her a ride like that. And as the camera pulls back, we can see Stalker walking with the kid on his shoulders, with his wife, unbelievably beautifully with this doggy that they've uh, that he's brought back from the zone, which is proof in a way that they've been there. And they're walking through this absolutely desolate sort of post-industrial bloated eastern european landscape and it's so beautiful i, I find i'm overwhelmed by that
And then perhaps I shouldn't say what it is, but the very last sequence when it's revealed to us that, yeah, even though the daughter is physically disabled, the sort of compensation for that is, is considerable. The journey to the zone is in, is in many ways a very, very literal one. A lot of the film is taken with they're getting through the zone to this place, the room where their deepest wish will come true. The closer they get to this fabled room, the slower their progress becomes and the more they get burdened down by these kind of philosophical discussions and quarrels and fights. And then it turns out incredibly that one of the people is going to try to destroy the room. So there's this kind of quite funny fight sequence as these three old guys kind of wrestling in a puddle. And they've come all this way at considerable risk to enter the room where their deepest wish can be realized. And then for different reasons, they sort of balk and hesitate about that. And the reason for this is because as Stalker emphasizes, it's not...